0: Having clients that you've done business with and you continue to maintain a strong relationship, that generates repeat business and referrals.
1: Welcome to the Realtors Conspiracy Podcast, where we are dedicated to unraveling the secrets to real estate success. I'm your host, Maud Leger, and each week we bring you insights from top realtors, entrepreneurs and innovators, sharing their success stories, mindset, processes, motivations, and the key to their success. Join us every Monday for a new episode and discover how to crack the code to success and take your real estate business to the next level. Don't miss out on the opportunity to unlock your potential. This week, I'm speaking with Larry Osmond from Century 21. Today's chat is all about communication. With a solid corporate background in managing teams, negotiating deals and sales, Larry has found success in real estate by mastering the art of communication. He's a huge believer in the power of clear, honest, and constant dialogue to drive success. Join us as he shares his insights on how effective communication can make a real difference in your career. Let's get to my chat with Larry. This podcast is sponsored by Sold Right Away, the experts in real estate marketing. You work hard selling real estate, we work hard selling you. From listings to branding, Sold Right Away has you covered. For all your real estate marketing needs, visit soldrightaway.com. Hi, Larry. Thanks for joining us on the episode today. Tell us, what is the key to your success?
0: Hi, Mo. Thanks for having me. Um, I think the number one thing for me is relationship and communication there were two things i guess um strong relationships with my clients built around trust and i'm a firm believer in communication you got to tell people what's going on all the time the good the bad the ugly you always got to have those conversations and be open and don't leave your customers wondering where they stand or what's going on
1: wow i love that tell us more because your branding is all about your newsletter your communication so Tell us a little bit more. What do you mean when you don't let someone hanging or not know what's going on? Um,
0: yeah. I mean, my, my newsletter obviously is, is something that I take a lot of pride in, in the sense that it's very community centric as, as opposed to being um, like the 30,000 foot view of real estate. I do it from the ground up so people can see what's actually happening in their neighborhood. And it's not necessarily built around if you're if you're looking to sell your house. It's more so that people can understand where they stand with their own personal um, equity in the sense of their homes. How much how much their home is worth or or what homes in our neighborhood are selling for or what's happening in our neighborhood. We all have this perception in our head. We all think we have a fantastic home. We all think our, our neighborhoods sell better than you know everywhere else, but do we really know? And and this tells you what's going on. So you can push back the the noise you hear from the media about everything happening in real estate, which is really a national or a provincial kind of overview, and you can actually see what's going on in your neighborhood. So from my 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 newsletter perspective, my market updates, that's all about communicating with people and letting them know what's happening in their own backyard. And, and that's just start of that whole communication process.
1: Yeah, that's very cool. When you think about your business so far, what's the most impactful thing that you've implemented that brought you success? Is it the newsletter?
0: or um i wouldn't say it's the newsletter the newsletter kind of opens doors with people because it gives them a different perspective and i don't use the newsletter as something like i don't harp on people all the time or, or overcrowd people i provide people information i provide people access and i i'm available to them i don't hound them every couple of weeks or months calling them all the time with frivolous, nonsense conversations about stuff. I mean, I talk to people who what's real. I call people and see how they're doing or anything I can do for them. Um, and I keep it real. It's, you know, And that's allowed me to build stronger relationships with people. I'm not called in, with a hidden agenda of real estate. When people are ready to buy or sell, hopefully I've built up enough you know, trust with people and enough of a relationship with people that when they do think of real estate, they think of me. But I don't want them to feel that every conversation that we have has to be based on real estate.
1: I totally get that. I totally get that. What's the one thing that you've learned that you have to do in your business to be successful? Like you're non-negotiable.
0: You got to be honest with people. Mm, Um, A lot of people out there like to skate around things, not tell them what's what. You need to be honest with people. You got to own what you do. Um, I I see all this out there and probably get slammed for this, but you see these teams form in real estate, stuff like that where you've got a team leader and a bunch of people working under them and the team leader goes out and they sign the business and they disappear, right? Or they handle one part of the business, but they don't handle the rest of the parts because I guess they're not as important to them. They'd rather be out there and be the hunter looking for a new business. I have more of a philosophy that I'm involved with my clients all the way through. And again, back to that communication, um, you know, when I sign people, the first thing I do is pick up my phone and say it's on 24 seven. I don't care what it is. If we just signed a listing agreement, if we just did the paperwork at two o'clock in the morning, you wake up in a cold sweat, panicking that, Oh my God, what did I just do? Get the phone and call me. Now I might not answer two in the morning. I might be asleep or I might be up working on stats. Who knows? <laughs> but, well, you know what? I want to be there for my clients and um, I want to be able to address the concerns they have. And I don't want them sitting back thinking and wondering. So to me, Communication has always been the one thing that I believe that you have to have all the time. You can never over-communicate, but you can certainly under-communicate. So it's the one deal breaker for me that I'll never go without openly communicating frequently with my clients.
1: Yeah, I love it. You talk about communication, honesty, keeping up with the news and trying to like, I I find I'm noticing that you, you take the information and are able to, Sell it back to your clients in a way that's relevant to them.
0: Well, that's it. I mean, again, when you look at what you see in the media, and I don't fault the media for what they're doing. They got to cover a whole country or a whole province or a whole, you know, major city, but it doesn't translate down to people's individual um, needs yeah. or their experiences. So. To take what is going on and break it down to show them so they can see what's what and understand it in something that's relatable is makes things simple for them. And if I know a pathway to make that happen to make it easy for them, well, it takes away the work on their behalf and it makes it easy for them to understand.
1: Yeah, very cool. When you're working in your business or trying to get new leads, how do you get new leads? What are your lead generating activities or things that you do?
0: um i did in the early part of, so i've only been in real estate i guess i mean going into my seventh year now um six or seventh year somewhere around there i spent about 25 years in the corporate world that's where my communication thing comes from i had a i had a mentor and boss in my previous career that told me communication is the cure to all ailments and silence is like a cancer that grows and that stuck with me forever
1: wow, okay but
0: um you know, when I got into this business, I started cold calling people. I, I managed a brokerage for a couple of years and, and decided that definitely was not a, a good fit for me for what I wanted to do. Because managing a brokerage, real estate agents are very different than working in the corporate world. In the corporate world, people work for you. You can tell them what they do. Real estate agents in this industry are like trying to herd cats. Mm-hmm. And I got to the point where I don't want to be managing or, or helping other people through other people because it's a disconnect for me. So I became an agent on my own. And the first thing I did was I sat down and I spent my entire first year as an individual agent on the phones, calling people just introducing myself. Is there anything I can do for you? And built up a bit of a database and started building relationships with people. Again, I wasn't calling people to sell their house. I was calling people to see if I could be of any service at all for them. And that was how I kind of started it. Um, But I've evolved as the industry has evolved. I mean, using the phones today to cold call people is a lot different. We have the, you know, do not call list out, there, obviously which you've got to be careful of and cut the cord thing. I mean, more people every single month are taking away their home phone and you can't call people on cell phones. So you rely on things like social media. So that's actually where I met you. And that's how we came together through, through John as well. Um, Where we're starting to use the power of social media to get our message out there. Yeah. Um again, my message is not, hey, come sell your house with me or come buy with me. My message is, hey, I've got some information here to share if you're interested. And if I can ever be of service, I'd love to help you.
1: I love it. How do you translate that from processes? Like, do you keep in touch with your client? Do you have a CRM? Do you have a checklist? Like, how do you I do,
0: do all the above? So I have a CRM. I think anybody who doesn't have a CRM needs to change careers. You should never be in sales. Okay. Sales. Cool. um I have a well I can look through my database of well over a thousand people today and I know who every one of them are by the name when I look at it most likely their address I don't know them well enough to be able to look through and know them all personally so CRM helps me with that it helps me know the conversations I had, what's going on um or a grade you know grade level kids school or uh, grade school age kids things like that wow. um Anything anything about them, I keep tracking there. So when I do talk to them, it brings me right back to those last conversations and, and the familiarity. So, first and foremost, that's in that's you can't live without a CRM in this business. Um, I do call, I try to call people depending on where they are in their cycle or what our last conversation was. It could be every three to six months. I try to reach out to people. Some people who say, you know what, we're here for the next three, four, five years, I won't call them you know, every six months because I don't want to be a nuisance to them. Yeah. I will try to call them a minimum once a year, but at the same time I do have my market updates that go out to everybody in my database once a month. I also have a newsletter that goes out. I try to share information on social media. Yeah. It's more about being present providing information and being accessible to people.
1: Love it. Love it. Information and access. It's best realtor yeah. out there. The best realtor tactic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when uh, yeah, Everybody knows the realtor, right? I mean, everybody knows the realtor. And if they know, if they know one, they probably know 10. Yeah. So at the end of the day for me, you know, it's, I don't want to be the overbearing one that's pushy and everything else. I want to be the one that's seen as a resource and, and with the right skills to achieve whatever my clients are trying to achieve.
1: Yeah. Very cool. Where do you look for in terms of innovation? Like you said, from the phone to social media, what else is in the horizon for you?
0: Uh, I'm always trying to keep on top of anything new coming out. This is a different industry for sure. There's a lot of there's a lot of coaching programs and things like that out there that target this industry. Yeah. Um, a lot of them, I think, are, are just a waste of money. I mean, it really comes down to the individual themselves uh, doing the work that needs to be done. Um, from a marketing perspective, again, I don't want to be the pushy person. I wanna be the person that's seen as a resource that they can use. So with your help now with our social media, we're expanding that. That's been a big uh, focus going forward to make sure that I have that presence out there. And I don't believe in a lot of the other marketing technologies. I mean, I tried the bus thing (sighs) for a little bit. I regret that, but I did it for a little bit. I think that was a waste. I don't even know why I tried it. You know, static things like that, I don't think get your message across. I'm trying to become a lot more involved in video because people get to see who you are in video. Um, I try to be real with people all the time. When I first got into this business, I'd wear my suit and my tie and everything else. And I'd go out, you know, just like I came from the boardroom. And I'd show up and, you know, the people I'm meeting with are in jeans or track pants or whatever else. And you almost make them feel uncomfortable. So I've taken a very different approach from that perspective. When I go out to see people, I'm a lot more casual in how I do it. Um, again, from the resource side, I'm very techy. So my my presentations, my CMAs are all interactive and I send them electronically to people so that they can go back and refer to them over and over again and I actually keep them updated. So if I do a CMA today, in 30 days from now, if they go back and look at it again, it'll actually be updated with all the information that's happened in the last 30 days. So they're always seeing something that's relevant to them and not something that's stale data.
1: Yeah, that's very cool. That stands out to them. They'll remember that. Yeah. yeah.
0: And and they have access to it at any time going forward then.
1: Smart. Very cool. They would love that. Uh, tell, tell us a little bit more. You said in, uh, real estate is a different industry than where you come from. What else did you bring that was valuable um, for you as a realtor?
0: so i was a sales manager director sales business development person in my last industry so i had a lot of people that worked under me um so i was actually the person that helped other people so uh, to go out and make sales and things like that so coming into this business i went from working in the boardrooms i mean i i worked on clients at coca-cola home depot amazon places like that these big multinational uh, global companies those are companies that were my client base And to come over to this industry and now you're sitting at the kitchen table with people and you're talking about something that, you know, it might not be a $20 million deal you're working on, but it's everything to these people. And the emotional attachment, Mm. um, the emotional side of it for me that I had a little bit of a struggle in the beginning because I was all business and this industry is all emotion. So you got to help people um, separate a bit just so they can make informed decisions. Yeah.
1: Totally. So
0: coming over, I mean I brought a strong business background, I you know, strong negotiating skills things like that um, because I had done it for 20 20 plus years. So I'm not a real estate agent that came out of some job that you know, looked at real estate and said, "Hey, there's a great opportunity to make money." I actually came from a sales background, a marketing background, and I had those skill sets already established when I came over. I had to actually, you know, Dial myself back a little bit <laughs> because I'm sat down and it's we're going to do this, 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 and this. And you're overwhelming people because they're not used to that. Yeah. So, having that skill set definitely helps me when I'm dealing with agents and I'm negotiating and I know how to put the marketing strategy and all that stuff together. I know how to sell a home. I had to get more personalized. And even my wife would say to me that, you know, if you came into our house the way you're doing this, I wouldn't hire you. So it made me take a, a, a step back and look at it and then realize that you got to adapt how you, you, you deal with people and you got to be personable. And that was the part where I was going in like a warrior to win the deal, as opposed to going in and helping people get the best deal for them. And that was my goal all along. I just had to make sure that I had to make us a team, I guess was the thing, right? So okay. even though I'm working for the client, we're a team. We gotta be on the same page to make sure that we're we're gonna achieve the best possible outcome.
1: That's and, a huge learning. Yeah, huge Yeah,
0: it was it was different for me because, you know, 25 years working in, in the corporate world, I thought one way and and those skills will always be immensely important to me. Yeah. And they, they make me, I believe they make me a much stronger agent. But at the same time, I had to be, and I don't wanna make it seem like it was impersonable, oh. but I was more like the bulldozer and I had to back down a little bit um, because I would be probably a little too overpowering. So Mm -hmm. shut up and listen became a big thing that I had to learn to do.
1: Nice. I love it. (laughs)
0: Hopefully I've matured into that (laughs) over (laughs) the last few years.
1: (laughs) I love it. Strong background, huge foundation, adapting to how the industry is changing for you. And look at you.
0: Well, the industry as a whole is changing, right? I mean, there's so many things that have changed in real estate in the last couple of years that you constantly got to be learning and evolving. You can't stay still. These agents that say, oh, I'm 30 years in the business. What you did 20, 30 years ago are completely irrelevant to the business today. True, true, true. I mean, the the simplest thing is that the amount of change in technology that has happened.
1: Yeah. Right?
0: So, and then on top of that, our clients have become that much more educated i mean i was a client in real estate at one point you bought it's funny because the last agent that i actually sold a home with i actually interviewed her to work with for me at one point (laughs) when i was managing a team and she didn't have a clue who i was she didn't know me and i said well we did business together in the past oh really which deal did we work on and i told told her which house that we sold and she's like oh i thought i did the deal with this agent i said yeah you were my listing agent
1: she didn't remember that.
0: That's like was, so. Like that's. I look at that, and and that was one thing that I promised myself that I would never be. Every one of my clients know who I am. Like every one of my clients, I don't, I consider them almost friends with. Like, yeah. I still maintain every single deal I've ever done. I still communicate with those clients all the time. Call them up. How you doing? How's the baby? How's the family? How's the cottage life going for you? How's this happening?
1: Nice.
0: Because and and they actually still reach out to me. And a lot of them are not going to be repeat clients because they've moved away, things like that. But I've built a friendship with these people now and we've become a part of each other's lives. And you know, while we don't hang out every single Friday night, I still maintain a, a relationship with them going forward. Yeah. You asked about how we get business. Well, knocking on doors and making phone calls is one thing, but that's a very cold start. right? Mm-hmm. Having clients that you've done business with and you continue to maintain a strong relationship, that generates repeat business and referrals. And in real estate, that's huge.
1: And that's huge. As you say, maybe if they move away, some other realtor would have cut that that relationship. But because you had that friendship, that connection, you keep it. So it's a benefit for you. It feels good for them, and you may get referrals. Because if now they still know people who live here, and they might yeah.
0: So if I've done, and again, that's I never have an ulterior motive to what I'm trying to do. Yeah, I don't have the brain power to keep up with all these different things so for me just be genuine and then it'll come back to you in the long run
1: love it love it love it very cool on this note are you ready for rapid fire questions (laughs)
0: let's give it a shot let's
1: give it a shot all right let me pull that up here okay what's the best marketing strategy for you
0: oh god the best marketing strategy um that's a tough one. I think right now today it's got to be like to grow, to get new business, you need to create uh, visual opportunities for people through the things like social media. So our videos that we're doing and things like that are just little glimpses into who we are. Like I, I obviously have John I work with. Yeah. Um, they're not necessarily about telling people to clean their gutters out in the fall. They're more about people getting a glimpse of who we are. So I think people getting to see who we are and what we're all about and, and the real re, reality of who we are is probably one of the strongest marketing strategies out there today. Um, and I think they probably, it's more of a genuine strategy.
1: Yeah. Love it. What's
0: people the like best... to deal with people.
1: Yeah. True. <laughs> What's the best social media tactic for real estate growth?
0: Um, again, I think video today
1: Yeah.
0: and keeping it real. Uh, um, again, I don't show up in a three piece suit trying to look like I'm selling Trump Tower or something like that. I shouldn't use that one. Um, you know, I don't want to come off as being this pompous mess who's out here doing whatever. I want to come off as being a real person because in reality, I am. i buy and sell real estate myself, yeah. right? So I I experience it myself and I want to be able to make sure people understand who I am as a person and hopefully they see there's a, you know, there's a connection there that they feel comfortable working with me.
1: Love it. What's the most effective social media platform for you?
0: I still think it's Facebook. Okay. Um, TikTok has been, I, I use TikTok for different things. I try to incorporate real estate, but um, my success there has come from something else that I won't, you know, it's not Ontario real estate.
1: Love it. Okay. Your must have tech tool. You're very techy.
0: My must have tech tool. Um, I can't live without my laptop. Everything's on that. I still haven't been able to convert over to being a phone only person. Okay. So everywhere I go, I got my laptop. I do everything on that.
1: Your advice for new realtor?
0: Um, Stop looking for a silver bullet. Do the work. It doesn't come easy.
1: Nice.
0: It does not come easy. First thing you do is call every single person you know and tell them you're in real estate and don't be shy. Mm. And then just keep talking to people. I mean, for the first two years I was in this business, I wore a name tag. Mm. And I was shocked how many people, you know, because it said Century 21 on it. How yeah. many people looked at it and said, Oh, you're in real estate? Yeah, I am. How and what do you think the first people question people say? How's I'll the market? <laughs> nice. Right? It's like it's like a go-to default question when you know someone's in real estate. It yeah. started an unbelievable amount of conversations with people.
1: Nice. So
0: don't be afraid to talk to people and make sure everybody in your sphere, everybody you know, knows you're in real estate. Nice.
1: What's your top income generating activity?
0: Um that's a tough one, I guess. Um, Follow-ups with my 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 sphere, like my my database, making the phone calls to the people that you already know.
1: Okay. Which? What is a non-income generating activity that every realtor should drop?
0: Should drop?
1: Yeah, a non-generating income activity.
0: I don't know.
1: Okay. It's tough one.
0: Stop trying to be flashy all the time and show people that you're more successful than you are.
1: Okay,
0: there you go. Uh <laughs> um, be, real.
1: be real. It's all about being real. Love it. How do you win more listings?
0: Um, it's funny because I spent a lot of time putting together listing presentations and all this fancy information. So I'm gonna show up, I got all the all the data and I, and it's almost overwhelming for a lot of people. Um sitting down having a real frank conversation with people, nice. right? It's funny when I when I started making phone calls to people, I was shocked how many people would say to me when I would call them and talk to them, and say, "Are you from the East Coast?" Because as I talk, my newfie accent comes out, even though I've been, you know I left home almost thirty years ago. Um, but having those changes, letting people know who you are, and what you are, what you're about—that's yeah.
1: it. They relate. Nice.
0: Yeah. So, and I don't know. I'm a newfie, so uh, people think. Have a perception of Newfoundlanders being hardworking and honest people, and that's benefited me as well. So,
1: I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) How do you leverage your listings once you have a listing?
0: Um, I have a pretty significant database that I work through. Um, Again, I don't. I believe you have to work for everything that you get. If you get anything that comes free out of it, great. Like I have a couple of listings that are higher end listings that have come up lately that we haven't put signs up. So some agents will look at that. Well, no one in the neighborhood will know that you have a listing there. Well, that's if if they don't know that I have the house for sale on that street. They're it's not the signs' fault for that. It's my fault. Yeah. So I will. I have my kind of routines that I go through when I get a listing. You know how I market it, both digitally, um, social media. There's a couple of magazines that I work with, things like that um i also go out and work the neighborhoods that in the areas where my listings are and and not so much so i don't think the neighbor's going to buy his neighbor's house but you know wouldn't you love to be able to find the next person to live next door to you if you know you know a friend wants to move here or who do you know um and the other funny part and all of that is when a house goes up for sale on the streets everybody's looking out like "Ooh, joe's got his house up for sale and they all want to know so rather than them, I'm just going to go and talk to them, you know, hey, this is what we're doing. This is what it is. This is what we're selling it for. Here's what. So communication with the neighborhood has been big for me as well. I and know. then I'll ma- I'll do mailers and things like that around my listings as well. Again, just informing people what's going on. Yeah, very cool.
1: It remains communication.
0: That's, you'll see that in everything I do.
1: Yeah, very cool. What's the best advice you've ever received?
0: um well obviously communication has always has been i would call that probably the biggest one is do not be afraid to over communicate um and two, shut up and listen i can talk a lot
1: that's very cool and
0: silence
1: <laughs> is, is cancer right it's
0: silence all- is like a cancer it grows
1: mm, nice
0: communication c- cures most ailments or all ailments
1: nice very cool everyone has their own definition of success how do you define success in real estate
0: um, it's funny because I, it, it's kind of a combination of things. Obviously earning in real estate is, signifies some type of success. Cause if you haven't actually earned anything, then you haven't succeeded in anything. I don't think so obviously that's a part of it. Um, again, I'm fortunate enough that I had a strong career for many years before I got into real estate. So I don't have that desperate need to sell. Yeah. Um, I'd love to be able to choose what I work on. Mm. So, there have been people that I have decided not to work with.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, which, you know, to me, I'm losing out on a commission there, but it getting fits. to decide yeah. who I work with is my scale of success mm. or det- uh, determination of success.
1: Yeah. Getting to decide who's going to be a fit, who's not.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm not desperate that I have to work with everybody and anybody just to, to get a paycheck. That's not how I work. I get to choose who I want to work with. I stopped working in the corporate world for a reason. Mm. I, I work for myself now. I mean, I work with Century Twenty One, but I'm, you know, essentially self-employed, and I decide who I work with. And and to me, that's a huge success personally to be at that stage of my life.
1: Yeah, love it. That I'm. That's super inspiring for a lot of realtors for sure to get to that. It's-
0: yeah, I mean, it's um, it's something I worked hard to get to. So nice. I'm proud to be, a, to be in that position.
1: Yeah. Nice. It's rewarding. <laughs> well, thank you. Thanks for sharing all of this. I'm sure there's a lot of realtors who would love to hear that. Where do we find you? What's your website, Dwayne?
0: Our website is Larry Osmond dot com. Yeah.
1: And then nice and and simple. Yeah.
0: Instagram is I think it's Larry Osmond broker yeah. something like that and Facebook if you look up if you look up Larry Osman anywhere I'm sure I'll come up you'll come I'll up. Whatever.
1: That's yeah. amazing. Thank you for yeah. your time today. That's great. Thank,
0: Thank you. you. And thanks for everything you do for us.
1: Thanks for tuning in. Until next time make every action count. Reflect on the insights from today's episode and ask yourself, which strategies and action can you implement to grow your business and win more listings? Your growth journey begins with a single step. What will yours be? If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your network and help spread the word. Together, we can inspire and empower a community of realtors to crack the code to real estate success. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Realtors Conspiracy. Stay motivated and see you next episode. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, make every action count. Reflect on the insights from today's episode. Ask yourself which strategies and actions can you implement to grow your business and win more listings. Your growth journey begins with a single step. What will yours be? If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and help spread the word. Together, we can inspire and empower a community of realtors to crack the code to real estate success. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Realtors Conspiracy. Stay motivated and see you next week.